Froilish, Froilish, Froilish! Welcome to episode 8 of Peter Weber's Season of the Bachelor. It's Hometowns! Capital on the Ho! (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Thank you. Anyway, we're the Rosettes. Um, we are the only mother-daughter bachelor podcast out as there, as far as we know, and we are super excited for Hometowns. This is the week that we've been waiting for basically all season. Oh, and I'm super excited about Fantasy okay. Suites next week, too. But this we'll season there. has freaking sucked, and usually Hometowns are really boring, but at least it was the only, it's one of the only good parts about this season. Yes. This um, Hometown episode gave us a lot to think about and a lot to talk about. Lots of stuff going on here. Um, so well, really, lots of like interpersonal like conflict and yeah. Also, some of these families are just archaic. <laughs> like, yeah, especially Madison's. But we'll get there. I'm like, hold up, you guys know where it's. It's the 21st century. And it's I, I don't know if you got the memo. Well, I don't begrudge any family like pursuing their faith in any way they wish. It's a free country, right? That's what we're, yeah. that was, that's what yeah, we're that's, built on. But, you know, she's... Okay, we're going to talk about this we'll more later. We'll talk about that later. But Madison's 23 years old. Her parents have no... They have absolutely no legitimate reason to be so concerned about her virginity or lack thereof. <laughs> All right? We'll talk about that later. But, yeah, so we... Um, is there any updates or Bachelor news? Nation oh, news. Hannah Brown is going to be joining the Dancing with the Stars tour in March. In March, which is when they start filming The Bachelorette. So, so wah, wah, wah. unless this is all just a ploy to get us to think that she's not going to be Bachelorette, which is tinfoil hat time. Yeah. Um, they, she, could, they couldn't do They that. couldn't do both at the same time, unless the travel dates were to the city she's touring uh, well, in. that's true. That would be fun. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, but you can't, you can't, twist. That would be cool. But that would be asking a lot of her, and poor little Hannah just can't take that. Yeah, I mean, she has to rehearse and stuff. I'm sure it's not easy. So other thing that could be is maybe Peter does end up with Hannah at the end. Oh, well, that's true, too. But at this point, I kind of hope that doesn't happen. At the beginning of the season, I was all for that. I was like... P- Hannah's the only person Peter has any chemistry with. He can't be with any of these other girls. He needs to just get back with Hannah. But at this point, he's making all these really ridiculous decisions, and I'm like, okay, you dodged a bullet, baby girl. You just keep doing you. <laughs> just I don't back know. Down. I don't think I agree with you. I think that they're they're both a certain kind of special that might be compatible. They're you both know? extremely um, self conscious and. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I think that they're, I still think they're a good pair, and I still think there's a small chance they can end up together. I, I don't think that it's going to happen, but I, I didn't think of that before, though, that the fact that she is, you know, doing the tour, uh, maybe she does end up with Peter. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So we'll see. I I mean, that was the ending I was hoping for from the beginning until he started being a freaking idiot. And now I'm like, nah, fam. Like, you, I care about you, Hannah. I love you. I would do just about anything for you because I think you're the best bachelorette of all time. (laughs) Telling you right now, you need to not be with Peter. Well, I don't, well, again, agree to disagree, I guess. Um, I just want Hannah to be happy. I also want Peter to be happy. 
Um, Hannah had a bad picker last season, and it stemmed, she says herself, it stemmed from her insecurity. Yeah. That she wanted oh, for somebody sure, that for was sure. there And that's for the her. same with Peter. That's mm-hmm. the same with Peter. They're both very insecure. And they both and they, desperately want somebody that's there just for them. And, and what, is basically obsessed with them. That's why she liked Luke so much, is because right. he was obsessed with her to the point where it became controlling. And at that point, she kind of realized, oh, this is oh, bad. This is bad. This is toxic. Yeah. yeah. And that's why she didn't pick. Um, Tyler, or in part Peter, because, you know, she she was intimidated by their, well, especially Tyler, by his awesomeness. Yeah. And so she thought, oh, Jed's way less awesome. I guess I'll pick him. (laughs) He writes dog commercials. I'll just pick him. (laughs) Right. He has a way less chance of leading me for a supermodel, so I'll just pick him. <laughs> Which is sort of sad, but that's a that's a result of the Bachelor casting all these influencers and people who are genuinely not there for the quote right reasons, you know. Yeah. Um, although that's a that's sort of an archaic idea too. I mean, if you're going to go on the show, chances are you're not going to win quote win, um, and you want to make the best of it. So why not sell stuff on Instagram? Yeah. Here's you know? the thing: it's you can go on the show for love, and then when you don't get it still benefit from it. Like, right. <laughs> be aware of the things that you can get from being successful off the but show. But it fundamentally, but it fundamentally, um, you know, changes the way the lead looks at the contestants, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Anyway. Yeah. What else? Any other Bachelor Nation news? Oh, we went to the Bachelor Live Oh, yeah! <laughs> we went to Bachelor Live on stage a, a last week, week. A week ago, exactly. Oh, yeah. my God. Guys, it was so funny. It okay. was fun. If you like The Bachelor and you don't mind coughing up a few bucks to go see this kind of ridiculous thing. I mean, I would say don't spend over $100 a ticket. Yeah. We... we Got our tickets for, I think it was like $70 each or yeah, something. Yeah, 69 yeah. something like that, yeah. Um, for, and I got them for Mom for Christmas, so... And the seats were really good. Yeah, and like, we had the to- theaters that they're doing are small-ish theaters. Yeah. Our theater was really small, um, but comfortable, mm-hmm. and like, because it was small, every seat was a good seat. Yeah. We had uh, to drive butt-ass far. They do giveaways and stuff. Uh-huh. Also, if you're not, um, even if you... If you'd rather be on the competitive side of it rather than the audience side, they you can apply to a city near you that might be showing it, and you could be a contestant mm-hmm. one for their bachelor in their right. town. Well, they start with like twelve or fifteen or something. Yeah, they started. I, I think it was twelve. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. I think it was twelve bachelorettes, and throughout the course of the night, they basically tried to condense a whole season of The Bachelor into about into about two and a half minutes. hours. No, yeah. it wasn't even two and a half really? hours. It was like an hour and a half. It was, was it really? Well, wow. okay. yeah, um, into like I don't know about a ninety-minute show, basically. Okay. And I'm like, you guys don't even try to do that with one episode of The Bachelor. <laughs> you guys make us watch freaking three hours of this, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, guess what, guys? We can do a whole season in <laughs> eighty minutes. <laughs> But and Becca Kufrin, she was stunning. Yeah, she was stunning and very sweet and and you know and really she was on the show. I never thought, oh, she's stunning. Like I liked her, but I never was like, oh Oh, my god, she's gorgeous. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah, but oh my gosh, in like real life, she's yeah, she's got ridiculous legs. Her legs are amazing. Well, and her and costumes really basically yeah. Basically, the whole show is Ben Higgins. 
audition to be Chris, Chris Harrison, Harrison yeah. when Chris Harrington oh, and, Harrison and, retires. And Ben is charming too in his very but cool he's very, way. very he's very reserved and he's very right. he doesn't want to ever upset anyone and Becca kind of doesn't care. Yeah, Becca's in the you know, you don't think of she Becca She can be a little bit inappropriate. You don't but think of funny. her as a fiery person. I don't think of her as a fiery person, yeah. but she and Ben are she's fire and he's ice for sure. Yeah. Um and and but they were lovely. Yeah, and they did a couple group dates. They mm-hmm. ha- there was like two or three group dates. Um and then well, well the in- what were the group dates? I don't remember the I don't want to spoil it for anyone oh, that might okay. go see it. All right. But they had a couple group dates, and then um, there was they a have group date. Fantasy rose. Suites. Yeah, <laughs> their fantasy suites basically are like a bed with the real pinata from Bachelor in Paradise hung above <laughs> it, and it's basically where they get to turn their mics off and just talk yeah. for three minutes. But <laughs> when they're doing it, the, the lights are being controlled so it looks like it's going through the course of a night so like the sun sets and then it's dark <laughs> over there and then the sun rises after their three minutes That's are funny. up um and in ours the guy made out with, with one, one of, of the, the girls one of yeah. the five yeah and fantasy suites are once you get to the top two and so right. the top three in right. this show and he makes out with one of the girls, and we're like, okay, that's the person he's going to pick. And the other girl, we were sitting next to the people that nominated the other girl. Yeah, and not just, like, one or two people, like, eight people. I don't know. A lot of people had, were there to support this girl. Well, I actually, I only... Was her name only, Victoria? Yeah, and her name was Victoria. <laughs> so when the show started, I was like, that girl's bad news. <laughs> She's bad news. <laughs> Ooh, Victoria. Not knowing that the people, like, her friends were sitting right next to us. <laughs> and, um... Uh, Eventually, and then she ended up being the most, the one with the biggest personality. So right. we all <laughs> eventually we were on their, her friend's side. We're like, oh, Victoria! Yeah, we're like, Victoria, go, go, go! And then he makes out with the other girl, and I'm like, that's that sucks. And I look at her friends, I'm like, she's got to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, he picks Victoria, even yeah. though he didn't make out with her, and he made out with the other girl. Right, right, and. It was basically like watching a real episode of the show. More or less, like a hyper speeded up one. With yeah, Becca it's like everything, all the all the things that you, all the ways you react when you watch the show on your TV, you're doing it to real people in front of you. And so some of the people were a little bit mean. Yeah, <laughs> some people did get booed, which I was like, "Ooh, that's not cool." But I would do that at home if that person got a rose. <laughs> And um Yeah, he made some interesting decisions at certain points. Like yeah, unexpected and, decisions. Yeah, and I told um I told the girls that nominated this girl, I was like, you should nominate her for the real show because like she's way too good for this guy. Yeah, our guy was pretty meh. Yeah. He liked golf and finance. Yeah. But but in real life that's kinda he probably makes a lot of money and is successful and stuff. <laughs> and if they live in the same city as him, then you know, I know. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't appeal to me or but, Ariel, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but if Victoria likes him, that's all that matters. Yeah, but also, better, Victoria got a huge gift basket, and they're like, are you going to use it with him? And she's like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what did she get? She got, like, were. a massage and, like, clothes from Becca's uh, clothing line. Clothing line and... Um, like a facial and like a gift certificate for like a wine or something like that, and uh, some of Ben's coffee. It was a nice gift yeah, basket. That's nice. When we went, and oh, nice pieces of jewelry. They got lots of nice pieces of jewelry too. And we like like a concert or whatever outside. They had a little 
merch area and you could buy t-shirts and I, I bought or Ariel bought for me a little um, keychain that said fantasy <laughs> yeah so now mom's mom's got the if, if you choose to accept or forego your individual rooms tonight <laughs> take this key, key. <laughs> so that was funny but I went when I got up to the front I was like, okay, so do you guys, are you guys associated with this theater or do you travel with the show? And they said, oh, we travel with the show. And I said, what is Becca's dog like? (laughs) I want to know everything about Minnow. (laughs) And they were like, oh, yeah, Minnow's great. And they're super dogs. It was so nerdy. But it was super fun. It was super nerdy. But we had a good time. And I got a I got a bag that said like a little tote like a grocery tote or something that said most dramatic night ever or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So we had a good time. It was fun. Um, uh, what else? Is there any more Bachelor Nation Nation news? No, I don't think there's any more. Let me think. That's my job. is my job. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, more news about Victoria being a terrible person came to surface. She's like. Has a bunch, like a bunch of traffic, like reckless driving and do you what? A couple DUIs, yeah, and other reckless driving. She has like I think it was thirteen. I thought it was more than thirteen. No, I think it was the thirteen drive driving violations of one kind or another. Um, And she's only twenty six years. She just turned twenty six years old, so uh, that's scary. I think. Yeah, and apparently she's been like. I also heard that she's been kicked out of like bars and stuff mm-hmm. in the na- in that area because she just always stirs Crap things up. up. Oh yeah. yeah, she's a super. Dr- she's a narcissist. Yeah. Let's oh just- yeah. Oh, and there's this really interesting video. I'll let's just call I'll it space post space. it on my Instagram story sometime. I'll have to find it again. Um, I'll post it on our page's Instagram story. But there's this really interesting video where like someone who studies like narcissists narcissists points out all the narcissists. Symptom like, like tendencies, yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. um, that she displays in this episode, and not not just this episode, and like just a little little baby snippet of this yeah. episode, she displays like five different narcissistic tendencies. Yeah, which and it's really interesting, but and yeah. just from what we know about like this Maris, well, we'll get there. Uh, yeah, I don't really trust that Marissa person either, though, because she seems to be. Looking for a little fame and stuff. Yeah. But there's enough is she, people. Her last name is Pence, and on her Instagram, she posted a picture of Mike Pence. Is she, like, a distant relevant? Oh, I have no re- idea. Relative? I have no idea. But we know that, we know that Virginia, I don't know if we know this, but I don't know much about Virginia Beach, but Except I know Laura, that Lauren, Lauren, Lauren Burnham, Ari's Lauren, Lauren Leyendyke, her parents are super conservative, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I conjecture then perhaps it's a very conservative place, in which case maybe mm-hmm. maybe she could be a, either a Pence yeah. supporter. Yeah, and then there's also the Victoria doing the White Lives Matter ads oh, over yeah. there. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Clearly this, I mean, this Marissa person, though, that we'll talk about more later, is just, she's just, echoing what everybody else who knows this woman says. So yeah. whether or not you trust her personally, um, there's so but I think evidence. they only showed her because... She was affiliated with Peter. She was, yeah. And she he was, and Peter... Because I, I read also that um, uh, the Lillian Dyke parents, or the mom or something... Yeah, the mom was there. Yeah, or the Burnham, I guess, yeah, Mrs. Burnham. Burnham yeah. Um, 
uh, same difference really. was there, and she also spoke with Peter, but we didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that too. She was actually mic'd and everything, but yeah, didn't, yeah. So, um, so if Lauren Burnham Blyandyke's mom knows who this Victoria F is, that's pretty <laughs> concerning. Yeah. She must have a pretty. I doubt she runs in the same circles. No. But you know, it's just, I mean, we live in a small, even our big town, San Luis Obispo, is a small town, and people know people. Yeah. You know, so I can see how that happens. Yeah. Anyways, we should dive into that. Yeah, we should. Okay. So it's Fantasy Suite Week. No, it's not. It's family. That's what I meant. It's hometown week. Erase, erase. Um, we start in Lima. We're still in Lima for a few minutes. And Peter's doing one of those weird vlog things that Colton was doing all yeah, season long last Colton's year. Yeah, selfie thing. And he's like, hey guys, it's me. Don't forget to click subscribe. <laughs> he says, my wife is one of those four women. And I'm like, good luck. It should be Hannah. But it shouldn't because she deserves better. Right. Hannah B. Not Hannah, Hannah B. M. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry for the confusion. Speaking of Hannah Ann, though, she is the first hometown we see. It's raining in Knoxville. Yeah, and she she's cute. She's whatever, I guess. Yeah, they both have umbrellas when they get together. And she's Thundering. like... The thunderstorm thing is kind of like, I don't know, kind of a whole metaphor for their whole kind of relationship. It's For theirs? Well, in that, they're like starting to I think she's the most mellow out of all of them. Oh yeah, I like her, but it's just like, I just don't feel it. I think they they really like each other as friends, but I'm not feeling any sparks between them at all. I like both yeah. of them. Yeah, I think they like each other, but I think they're both kind of not really sure what like romantic it. love is. Like they like each other, and they're like, "I could be happy here yeah. doing this." This person's nice. I like this person, but I'm not feeling any genuine like rom romance. Sparks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, but she walks up to him, and she's like. Welcome to Knoxville, and her accent's a little bit coming out a little bit more. A little more. bit more than usual, yeah. Yeah, and she says, she says, my dad's name is Ranger Rick. <laughs> and he's a forester. And, and he thinks that, or he told me that I always need a real man, so we're going to teach you how to be a real man. Yeah. And I'm like, baby girl, you can be your own real man. Like, you can take care of yourself. Right. But <laughs> well, she says, yeah, she says, the way to impress my dad is having a good character and being a tough man. And I'm like, come on, if he's going to, you can't have a tough man and a poet at the same time. Like, <laughs> well, unless, unless you're like Ernest Hemingway, you know. But, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Jack just walked in, sorry. <laughs> but then do you actually want to be with an Ernest Hemingway? No. no, that is problematic. Ernest Hemingway is a one and done, and then you marry somebody else, right? <laughs> I can't believe uh, I just said that. Anyway. <laughs> um, so they go to throw axes, because apparently that's a that's way to prove you're a real man. Yeah, by throwing axes in a caged room. Right. <laughs> to make so, sure that it doesn't hit anyone it's my, <laughs> it's my understanding that these axe-throwing bars are like a sort of a trendy thing nowadays. I would be terrified. I mean, what if you... What if oh, you, I for sure would chop off my own I foot. know, yeah. I would, <laughs> I would like, probably... Slice somebody's carotid artery, and then I would feel really bad. <laughs> I would feel really bad, especially if it was my own carotid artery. I'd be like, "Oh crap!" You'd feel, you'd feel really we bad for the, the last five minutes. <laughs> we should have gone to the. Movies. Why did we do this? Should have gone to the movies. Oh well, goodbye, world. 
anyway, <laughs> Peter sucks at throwing. The bottom line is Peter sucks at throwing axes. And when yeah, he, and he finally nails one on the twentieth try. He's gonna pee his pants. He's so happy. Yeah, he's jumping up and down, and he's all excited. And um, okay, then they, they move to the side a little bit, right? And he presents Hannah with his own list of the things that he likes about her, because, with all the eyes dotted because, with hearts. No, I don't think he dotted his eyes with hearts, but he might as well have. And. Yeah, I mean, come on. Come up with an original idea, Peter? Also, her list that she presented to him last week was all about, she's like, I love you because you love this about me. And this about me. And, and this, this about, about me. me. <laughs> and so, and then his list for her was basically saying all the things he loves about her that she already wrote in her old list. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> but one so, of the things that he said in particular that I thought was so was my favorite. funny, he's like, I love that you name all your outfits. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. So, you it's know, like, it's so cute. I feel like we know almost nothing about Hannah Ann, but now the fact that she names her own out her all of her outfits, uh, now I have some insight. Now I know a little more about Hannah. Ann. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if that improves the situation, but it, when she won the it revolve, makes me happy. when she won the revolve date, she was like, "Oh my god, I have so many new names that I have to think of." <laughs> She's like, someone get me a baby name book. This one's Shannon. That one's Teresa. This one's Tabitha. Thanks, Revolve, for all my new children. (laughs) So, you know, it ends by saying, apparently they call themselves the Clumsy Two, which is evident in their um, (laughs) axe-throwing abilities. But it's funny, because we've never seen... Her be clumsy. Obviously, he's been clumsy with his freaking gash in yeah. his head. <laughs> I ran into a golf cart and smashed my head in a glass. I'm not sure I want this man flying my plane. Yeah, I know. That's what I was. Th- I've been saying that all week. <laughs> well, anyways, when he presents it to her, she is just flabbergasted, and she, with no hint of any irony, she says. Oh my word! <laughs> Which I just thought was—I'm not sure, charming or nauseating. It was a one little or the bit other. of both. One or the other. It was like in not yeah, endearing. nauseatingly endearing. <laughs> you know? And she's oh my word! I will I will read this every day and every night. <laughs> I'm like, don't you have any books? <laughs> <laughs> like this is all you're gonna read for the rest of your life. Just stupid. <laughs> Open up Harry Potter or something. <laughs> I bet Madison's family doesn't get to read Harry Potter. Probably not. Which is a bummer because all the scar references he's going to have for the rest of his life, she will never She'll get. She'll never get them. She'll never understand them. <laughs> okay, we're still on Hannah Ann, yeah, though. Yeah, so nighttime, meet Karen. <coughs> um, um... They go to a house. It oh. looks like a different house than the one that they show in her opening. I don't remember package. I think I I could be wrong, though, but go ahead. Um, I was actually somewhat touched when Mom gets to see her daughter for the first time. She is genuinely choked up and moved, and you know, clutches her, and mm-hmm. it was very sweet. Yeah, they're obviously a loving family. They seem like a nice family. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, so Dad is a forester, and Peter's like. Peters gets super excited. He's like, I threw an axe today, dude. And the dad is like, I think he uh, says Mr. Mr. Sluss or whatever. Yeah, Mr. He's Sluss, like, yeah. He's like, Mr. Sluss, I threw an axe. I threw an axe. And it's so, it's so Peter-like because yeah. he gets. He's so proud of himself. He's so childlike. Yeah. He's like, he's like, dad, guess what I did today? I flew a plane. It's very sweet. 
It's very sweet. I think. Yeah, and but, but and then, then one of the siblings, the, the the mom or one of the siblings says, "Oh, dad, you would like that," and he's like, "Uh huh." Yeah, he's like, "Humph," uh-huh. basically. And, one, and then one of the siblings says, "Well, you could really impress him if you could name all the trees outside," and I'm like, "Wait." He names his trees. <laughs> yeah, because they were just talking about naming all the dresses. Right? Yeah, and I was like, I was like, this family just loves to name stuff. <laughs> and, and literally, I mean, I, I literally that's thought, not what that, I thought yeah, that too. And like, it took me about ten seconds to think. Oh wait, they mean like the species of trees, yeah, or whatever you call like, yeah. different kinds of trees. But I thought it was like Melvin, <laughs> Arthur, and Serafina. You know, I, no. <laughs> I would be. It would be. Well, super- what Serafina always? <laughs> Hoping he was going to start naming the trees like a bunch of Arthur human names, Sarah yeah. Pena. But he didn't, which is fine. Or at least they didn't show us him doing that. I really because his face looked like that's what he thought. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how he understood like, it. Oh, too. like wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, but then they sit down and have dinner and or something. Yeah. Um. The dad talks with. I don't know. I don't. I didn't write down if he's talking with Hannah Ann or Peter, but he says he wonders if this is a flash in the pan. Do you guys know that saying? Flash in the pan. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, just like a hot, a hot second thing. Yeah, exactly. Like when you are making um, bananas foster. Yeah, sure. And you, yeah, it's like, like a, a really quick flame, and then it dies down. Bourbon and in then, there, or whatever you throw yeah. in there, and it, psh, brandy. Psh, yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Oh golly, I don't know. Mom talks to Peter. He says, and she and she says something like, "I know I am going to be more accepting of Hannah finding love through this than her dad will be. Yeah. Like I'm much more cool and understanding with her having feelings." So basically, beware of the dad. Just be careful. Yeah. And um, Peter admits to Hannah Ann's mom that he's been wanting to tell her he's falling in love with her, but hasn't done it yet, which is weird. It's like. You can tell the mom before you tell the girl. I, I don't think he tells the mom. I think he tells the dad. He tells both of them. Oh, he does, yeah. tells both of them? Yeah. And mom's like, okay, well, just be careful when you talk to her dad. Yeah. And she's basically tell him, telling him, tell Hannah, but don't tell the dad. Yeah. And then he goes, what does he do? He goes to the dad. He says, hey, guess what, Mr. <laughs> Sluss? I don't know how to name your trees, but I am falling in love with your oh, daughter. No, I'm actually wrong. I'm looking at my notes again. Mom says, "Dad will her, the dad will actually need to hear a version of that." So she doesn't uh, say, "Don't tell dad." She says, "Well, her father will have to hear a version of that sentiment." Yeah. So she's telling him. She's telling him not to say the love word, but yeah. to tell him but the to same. Try to get across your you know true intentions, assuming these are true, to the dad. And I think she's you know I got a I got a vibe. She was kind of afraid of dad. Mom was, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, who knows? They seemed like a little bit. They didn't seem like um, not as bad as Madison's. Family. Not 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 quite as bad as Madison's family, yeah, but somewhere along those lines, like maybe their parents were like Madison's family. Yeah, maybe. And they're like trying to be woke, <laughs> but they I don't, don't know. know how. They were a very loving family. I got. I, yeah, I thought they, they were fine. I mean, as far as the families went, we didn't get to really get to know Victoria's family, but of the other three families we got to know, I sort of felt that Peter. Fit in best with Hannah Ann's family. Yeah, really. Yeah, and I, th- 
Was did Hannah Ann talk to her sister at all, or was yeah, that, her beautiful yeah. was or was that Matt? No, that was Hannah Ann, her beautiful younger sister. Yeah, I think oh yeah, so. it was because she she went in and said, and the little the younger beautiful sister said, um, "Has he told you he loves you yet?" And she's like, "No, but he wrote me a list of all the things he loves about me." <laughs> and the little sister's like, "Well, then he must love you." <laughs> I mean, there are these beautiful, sheltered, lovely young women who really don't know the real world at all. Yeah. But, um, but and she lovely. goes, "That's so romantic." And the little sister's like swept off her feet, and, and frankly, I was kind of worried that Peter might peel off and go off with the little sister, but thankfully, he didn't. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, then, and it, does anything else happen? Oh, they make out for a really long time as he's leaving. Like, he oh, spends well, yeah. a lot well, of time with her before he, he leaves. He does talk to the dad, and the dad says, please don't tell her you love her unless that's what you mean. He's trying, he's trying to get Peter to say he's going to pick Hannah Ann, and of course Peter can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he, 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 dad says, don't tell her you love her. And Peter says, okay, unless you really mean it. Dad means don't tell her you love her unless you're going to pick her. And Peter hears, don't pick, don't tell her you love her unless you love her. And so, what does Peter do next? Well, Dad, uh, they, Dad, <laughs> Dad, Dad tells Hannah Ann to be good. She says she will, and then they leave. And on the porch, the obligatory porch... Make-out sesh. sesh. Yeah. They talk. And he tells... He says, you know, your dad warned me not to do something, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm falling in love with you. And then she just flips out. She's like, it's like a rom-com. She's like, I love you, I love you, I love you. And she starts kissing on him. And it's just sort of sort of weird. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not feeling yeah. it. I'm feeling like maybe now she's starting to really feel it. Yeah, but he. But he's not. But he's not. Well, I don't think he's feeling anything for any of them. No, see, that's the thing. I mean, I think he really likes her. And I think that he's, like, counting his chickens. Like, like okay, well, that's not the right saying but you're like okay i want maddie but if i can't have maddie i think hannah ann's a good runner-up well i don't even think i think that's how he feels about all these women compared to hannah like b yeah and i think he's honestly still healing from that experience and i don't think he's was ready to no be do this i think he's I think all of these women are just his rebound, which yeah. sucks. And he's but. so and he's so malleable, and he's so confused. And all these the bachelors are always under a lot of pressure. They, you know, they're sleep deprived. They're being influenced by producers. They want to look good on television. They're just a mess. And at this point, in my notes, I said, at this point, he might say it to all four of them at this, you know, right now because yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, I want to make them happy. I'll just say I love them. That'll make them happy. I don't think he'll ever say it to Victoria. I think he's Did you not ju- see the preview? Does he say it to Victoria? He says, I'm in love with all three women. I don't think he'll say it to Victoria, though, because I don't think he actually... Loves her. Has romantic love oh, to right, her. I right. think it's just... Uh, lust. 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 Yeah. yeah. I think he lusts after her, and he sort of feels like he can save her, or like he can... Well, she's very manipulative, so she makes him feel that way. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get there. So before he leaves, Hannah Ann tells him, this is going to work. And then as he's driving away, his window's rolled down, and they're, like, making out until the car's driving too fast for her to keep up. <laughs> and she's left in the rain, which I think, again, maybe a bit <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah. Those <laughs> devil works hard, but bachelor producers work, work harder. harder. <laughs> Next, we're in 
Des Moines, Iowa. One of the like one of the home of the champagne. Right, home of champagne gate gal. One of the I don't know something I saw on YouTube or somewhere. I hope they were being facetious. Somebody said they went to Des Moines. I hope they were just having a funny because it's pronounced Des Moines. <laughs> it's a major U.S. city. It's not pronounced Des Moines. Right? I'm sure they're. I'm sure they were being facetious. I hope so. It looks really cool. And there. if not, they probably don't know what facetious means. Oh, fair enough. It looks really cold there, and our, our lovely Kelsey, who we have reluctantly come to love, is wearing a really pretty coat. And Yeah, um, she looks really pretty. I really like Kelsey now. I don't, I'm not excited. I still would rather, I think she's probably our bachelorette. She probably is. I'm not excited about that. I would rather have round two of Hannah, but that's fine. I'd rather have Kendall, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um, anyways, so they're going to go to a winery? Yeah, and <laughs> this whole, this whole season, people have been like, Kelsey's an alcoholic! <laughs> and they've been like, Tammy, quote, she has alcoholic tendencies. <clears throat> and she's like, Kelsey's like, I've been tipsy, but I'm not an alcoholic. And she's like, cried for five days over a bottle of champagne, <laughs> and she's like, then she gets accused of being an alcoholic, and she's like, guess what we're doing for well, my hometown? Here's the thing. At least it explains why this bottle of champagne from Des Moines was so important to her, right? Because she it's has... It's her hometown. It's her hometown, and there are, who knew, wineries in Iowa. Um, yeah, we're from we're from near Paso right, Robles. Okay. So. Yeah, this is my second point. Um, we live in wine country, and I had no idea that... Iowa was wine country also. Yeah. <laughs> Iowa? We're very, people around here are very proud of They're, their wine and country. Very and very snooty about it. And very snooty about it. We so. are the, we are the, we are the Napa Valley South. Yeah. Paso and West. we, lately, Paso has been giving Napa a lot, a run for its money. A run money. for their money, yeah. Yeah. The Paso Robles and, um, uh, Napa, Templeton, are neck and neck yeah, right now yeah, for, yeah. for wine capital of the country. Yeah, Central California is like a big deal wine wise. So, so both Carla, are like, oh. we're yeah, we're from that area, so we were like, what? So, and then they stomp on the grapes, right? So they, yeah. they get in the vat and they stomp on the grapes, and those grapes don't look like wine grapes. Like wine grapes are little <laughs> tiny grapes, right? <laughs> These were totally store bought grapes. And and they, they looked really I delicious. Think, I think Peter says something like, I can't wait to drink these grapes in our wine and I'm like, You don't do you know how wine is made? <laughs> like right, you don't just stomp on them and, and then, then drink it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> It has to ferment, my dear. It has to ferment for years. <laughs> yeah. You don't just stomp on it and then dip a plastic glass into it. Put a couple ice cubes in it and carry so it. That's so funny. That's was, grape juice. I was like, well, at least it's a good thing that the pilot doesn't know much about wine. It was cute. Yeah. It was cute. And they seemed to have fun. And they were squishing with their feet. And they but were dancing. Worried. And it was oh, cute. Yeah. But then she jumps on him and oh, her yeah, feet are out. Happened. And, like, her feet are all covered in grape gunk. What and I'm about? like, that's so cool. <laughs> they were both wearing jeans, I think, and his jeans in particular, they were like skinny jeans, so he couldn't really roll them up, cause, so they got in the graves, and it was kind of gross. <laughs> but again, he takes another opportunity to dance in the, the grape vat, which is like two and a half feet. Yeah, and it's know, like wide. one of these people have got to tell Peter that he cannot dance. Sorry, Peter. <laughs> Peter really wants to be on dance. I think Peter's eye on the prize is not any of these women, but dancing with the stars. <laughs> I really do. I really do. He's like, 
I'm going to be like Grocery Store Joe. I'm going to go and I'm going to take my woman. She's going to be there every night. And I'm going to dance my heart out and I'm going to win like Hannah B. I think maybe they might skip a season of having someone from The Bachelor on the show. Because I think someone having The Bachelor from The Bachelor increases their view viewing a lot. Mm-hmm. But people are so obsessed with The Bachelor that even if they're not good, The Bachelor people always make it Make really it further far. than they should based yeah. on their talent. Yeah. Well, Hannah was the best one there. Hannah for Hannah sure Hannah was won. arguably the best one. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she was right um, there. Top three for sure. But. And I'm happy she won because she had such a crappy TV partner. life up to um, then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really crappy TV life up to then. Yeah. Um, so. Anywho. But Joe made it way further than he should have. That's true. But we loved him. Mm-hmm. So they go to inside the winery, and they drink wine out of beakers. Well, they're not drinking. It's not finished wine. It's different. Like, you know how. No, it's not the wine they just stomped. No, it's not the one they just stomped, but it's not a complete bottle of wine. You know how there are blends Blends? of wine? Oh, no, I didn't realize. Yeah, so that's what they were doing is they were tasting the single. I, I I work in coffee, so I think of single origin coffees, but that's. So it's not really a single origin. I don't know what it is. But the single type of grape that it is or single type of wine and then other types and tasting them and then blending so them together. So they're tasting them and decide which ones they like and then yeah, they blend like, them together. Yeah, so. So it's their wine. So it's not the wine they just saw because that would be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but they do make their But they own do wine make their own blend based of wine. on these varietals. And she's taking it very seriously. And <laughs> Peter's like, this one's sweet. And she's like, shh. And she like, she's like focused, and she's like, I don't like that one with this one. No, 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 no. Well, and that quote sommelier is like, leaves them to their own devices. She's like, yeah. all right, you pick out whatever you want. Just call me when you're done. <laughs> like, okay, we're, we live in wine country, and that's not really how it works. Okay. In our wine country, people, the sommeliers are actually real sommeliers. Yeah, and they try and to they make can it, make sommeliers. For those of you that don't know, can make a butt ton a of butt money. Butt ton of money if they have yeah, the talent. If they, if, it's really discerning. If they have yeah, yeah, and if they there are different levels of sommeliers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when I study hospitality management, and a lot of the people that I went to school with were going, we're studying hospitality management, mm-hmm. like double majoring in hospitality management and wine studies, which oh, okay. was a, was an option there. Um, so they could be, and then after that took their sommelier mm-hmm. like exam, exam and became a sommelier with that backup too and oh, wow. the top the top tier sommeliers make probably like a couple hundred grand couple hundred grand a year like yeah. they're really wealthy for yeah. sure and they're, well, they're working at places five star places that yeah. you know can afford their salary yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this this woman wasn't one of those. <laughs> yeah. Someone was like, hey, you taste it, you get back to me. Yeah. Right. Thanks. <laughs> Hurry up, I gotta go home at four. Now let's go. Yeah. I'm exaggerating, of course, but, oops, sorry, my watch is talking. Okay. Um, but yeah, then they bottle up their wine and... And, and they call it and, wine. Yeah. And, and like, he's like, what should we name it? And Kelsey goes, I'm gonna leave that to you. Like, trying to be flirty and be like, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Weber's yeah. thing. Yeah. You're the man. You figure out. Yeah. And then he goes, let's name it wine. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
And I can't believe and this so guy might have flown my plane at some point. Oh, God. Then, then the late, we can't afford to fly Delta, Mom. Uh, <laughs> frontier all the way. Um, but the little label on it says, uh, wine in really fancy letters by Kelsey and Peter. <laughs> and it's really cute. And he's like, woohoo, I would totally oh. buy this off the shelf at Bevmo. <laughs> Well, one thing he does say early on in the date, I, I wanted to mention this, Peter, early on in the date, he says, I can't think of a more fitting date for us. And I assume that meant you know, the whole champagne date, <laughs> yeah. alcoholic tendency yeah. thing. I didn't want to let that go. Anyway. So that was my favorite part of this whole episode was the fact that Kelsey has been accused of being an alcoholic all season. And she's like, let's go to a big to go meet the family in the nighttime part of the day. And she's very serious the whole day. She's very much, she talks to her family and she's like, I would yeah. say yes if he proposed. Like, I'm just so in love with him. I told him I'm in love with him. Right. Um, and her mom, a very, very sweet and very beautiful mom. Remember, she was the one that was dumped by dad unexpectedly with a note and a ring on the counter of the kitchen one day that Kelsey found before mom did. Mm-hmm. Is very sweet and very I mean it's very it's very sweet and very sad you know she's like you know I thought they were going to bring the dad in for part of the story I thought they were too and I'm glad they didn't Mm -hmm. I'm glad they didn't the stepdad was there and he seemed like a decent fellow Mm -hmm. Um, but the mom was just like I don't want to see your sweetheart broken and they were both in tears and Kelsey's like you know how much I cried (laughs) I cried even more through this experience (laughs) and it it actually was very touching, and it really broke my heart. And it's the—I really believe Kelsey. I think she. I think, I think all she of these, loves him more than any of the other girls do, for sure, for yeah. sure. And that's why she's going to end up being Bachelorette. I think she after this edit, I think she probably will be Bachelorette because I really felt for her mom. Her, you know, her mom was like, you know, we as the audience know Peter's not going to pick her. Mm-hmm. It's obvious he's wants to, you know, get in the fantasy suite with Victoria wants to marry Han, um, Madison and will take Hannah Ann as a runner-up to Madison. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no way Kelsey's going to the fantasy suites. Mm-hmm. And watching this, it was just, it was very tender and sweet and probably the only time during the episode that I really felt a, 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 um, Not a genuine emotion, yeah. like a, like a, a emotion that's connected mm-hmm. to love or... Yeah, and, not, and that you know isn't manipulated right, right. by the show. Right. Like, that was a really... That was just a really good family moment type yeah. of thing. Yeah. That you can't make for TV. And Kelsey, we got to meet Kelsey's sisters. One of them is um, a twin, a, a fraternal twin. And the other one, I believe, was a younger sister. And they're all beautiful. And they all look like they've had cosmetic surgery of one kind or another. But that's okay. And they're all, I mean, I don't know, the young ones. I don't know. You're so young. But anyway, but they're all beautiful. And um, they were su- they were a sweet family. Yeah, they were really nice. They were a little bit boring. They it, you could tell that a lot of them seemed to be a little bit sad by a bunch of things. I yeah. guess like you could tell that they weren't. Well, her, they were a little bit of a a healing family. Yeah. Well, um, Kelsey's mom tells Peter, you know, she's concerned as a mom of three and having been through divorce. You know, that this is a really tricky situation. Just please don't hurt my daughter. Do you understand? (laughs) And he's like, yep, yep, I get it, I get it. (laughs) Peter's like, please don't hurt me. (laughs) 
Um, so that, yeah, the stepdad, you know, I don't know. They, they're all concerned that she's going to get her heart broken. She tells her stepdad that, you know what, if I do get my heart broken, you know me, dad. I'm going to pick up the pieces and I'm going to carry on. And mm -hmm. again, bachelorette edit much. Yeah. Sounds like it to me. Yeah. And, um, Kelsey talks to her mom, says, you know, you know me, you, I never thought I was going to feel these feelings. And mom's like, yeah, I get it. And, um, I don't know. It was, it was a sweet visit. Mm -hmm. I for sure believe Kelsey though. I do too. I believe she's feeling the things she's feeling. Uh, I think she's still a mess, and I'm still not sure I want her for our bachelorette. But that's what I'm, we said about Hannah too, though. Yeah, I and know. Then, well, <laughs> that's, that's why I'm concerned because I feel like they're trying to recreate Hannah, but Hannah was lightning in a bottle, right? Yeah. So I don't think Kelsey's the same thing, and I don't want to try to force her into that role. But I do like her, and I'm willing. I'm open minded. I'm well, not and excited. Kelsey has got unless she's drunk. <laughs> she's very serious. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing about her. She, and she's not... She, she's one or the other. She's like this crying mess who's had a little too much to drink on her Adderall and all that. Um, or she's very analytical and still emotional, but like... Serious. Yeah. And um, Hannah wasn't like that at all. Regardless of how much alcohol Hannah was consuming, oh, she was, was always a firecracker. A bundle, of, <laughs> bundle of craziness, yeah. Um, so they... They sort of end their date. Peter tells, or uh, Kelsey tells Peter she's in love with him. I'm in love with you. And he says, um, my heart has definitely fallen. And all of America goes, oh, poor Kelsey. Yeah. Well, it's like, also, what a it's stupid misleading. thing to say. Yeah. It's safe for Peter to say, but it's misleading, and it's kind of mean. Sorry, Peter. Yeah, oh, you're being a dick. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, wrote, so then. I wrote down, you. Yeah. So, and I think at that point, Peter made up his mind. Right, right. That she was going home. Yeah, regard, regardless of... And I believe, um, if I remember correctly, I don't know if this is right, but if I remember correctly, I believe I read that in real life, she was the last date that he had had the first three first. Mm -hmm. So that's also unfortunate. Yeah. Um, Hannah Ann's safe. Both Madison and... And Victoria are hard to get, which he likes. Mm -hmm. So Kelsey's the logical one to go home. Anyway, in his, in, in his, his mind, in his mind, yeah, right. which is stupid because she's probably the best choice, the best fit for him. Probably best fit for him. Yeah. he's doing another. He's, he's doing exactly the same exactly thing the same Hannah B did. Hannah did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hannah sent. Yeah, exactly. Which is irony, karma. <laughs> <laughs> wow. High five on the observation. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> but, yeah, the next next date is Madison Pruitt of Auburn, Alabama. So we have to go to Alabama. We have to go to Auburn University specifically. And War Eagle. Yeah, she makes him do a university chant. And I'm like, come on. It's the same thing as Crimson Tide. Whatever, what do they say in Crimson? Roll Tide. Yeah. They're rival schools, right? They're like uh, intensely right. They're like, they hate each other. Hannah B's school and Madison school hate each other. But Peter mm. doesn't seem to have any concept of that. <laughs> Peter seems blissfully ignorant of that fact. He probably went to Alabama. It was like, we're all done. And then Maddie's like, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, we're all tied and war eagle are like the same thing. And he's still like, la di da. Okay, I don't know what we're doing, but I'll try. Yeah. Which and is Peter's whole aesthetic the whole time. Which is, <laughs> it's sweet. 
And they seem excited to see each other. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, um, she, like, she's walking around campus. She says, I used to live right there, and the basketball court's right over there. Um, don't forget, Madison is a highly skilled basketball player, and I don't know much about basketball, but she, her team in her college, like, and in high school, I guess, won a bunch of major, like, Women's league. Basketball women ball, thing. yeah. Women ball. Women ball? <laughs> If that's not a thing, it should be. I want to play women ball. <laughs> the game where women have balls. <laughs> and Hannah B is the coach, damn it. <laughs> anyway, so she takes him to the um, arena, the Auburn Arena, and there's a giant statue of Charles Barkley, who my limited basketball knowledge tells me he was he is a great basketball player. Or, I don't really know much about basketball. And he was... Um, uh, an eagle, I guess, an Auburn student. And when they go into the basketball arena on the big screen, what a jumbotron. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. big enough to be a jumbotron, but you get the idea. Charles Barkley shows up and addresses them by name and says how great Maddie is, how great her family is, and that, you know, he should marry her, basically. Yeah. But then, after this show aired, um, I... I didn't read the full bit. I just saw a headline, but I saw a headline on a gossip site that said... I saw the video. Does he say that? Yeah, basically there's a video after the fact. Charles Barkley's with a group of people, and he's being interviewed, and somebody says, hey, I heard you were on The Bachelor. He's like, yeah, I was. Maddie, don't go with that loser. Don't pick that loser. He's a loser. Yeah, she's like, you're too good for him. You're too good for him. (laughs) Right after the show airs where he says, you should marry her, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, in his little video thing that he presents to Peter and Maddie, he says, you know, Treat her right. Be, yeah. be good to her. But he doesn't call her a loser, him a loser quite at that point. But he's like, you better be good to her because she's good people. Yeah. And then um, somebody who I guess is relatively well known, a guy, a coach named Bruce Pearl, um, comes out. And I believe he's the university's head, head coach. coach. Yes, yeah. he's the head coach of the university. And they're apparently, like, stunningly great athletes there. So people in the world of athletics know this guy. I don't know who he is. But he makes a funny joke. He makes a Final Four joke because she's in the Final Four on The Bachelor. And apparently she was also in the Final Four basketball title. Yeah. Okay. I I didn't get it. They were like, ha! And I was like, wait, that was a joke? Yeah. (laughs) I think it's kind of funny, actually. But I'm not sure. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, this Bruce Pro guy, apparently he has a pretty iffy reputation with women. Big surprise. I 100% believe it if he works in athletics and lives in Alabama. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's a little judgy. It is, but apparently he doesn't have a very good reputation. And... I he, believe it. He, but he does um, wax eloquently about how amazing her dad, Maddie's, Madison's dad, is. Who's the assist, oh, his assistant? Wax eloquently. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, and Sorry, Jack is interrupting us for no apparent reason. I was complimenting. I was going to say, talk. if he's going to compliment me, let him talk. <laughs> it's his birth week, so he thinks he could do anything. I can. He's 18. <laughs> Both of my children are adults now. Feel sorry for me. No. Anyways. All right. He, um, he talks so, about her dad and how great he is. I didn't hire him because he was a great coach. I hired him because he was a great father and family man. 
And I was like, well, that's okay. Then you're not doing your job right. If you're going to hire a good coach, you should do it because he's a good coach. (laughs) To me, it sounds like he's sort of um, getting ahead of a potential story. Like, you know, like, no matter what you say, Coach Pruitt is a good guy. You know, I don't know. That's what gave me that feeling. I don't have any evidence to back that up, but I just kind of felt icky about it. Like, Yeah. Like, white I felt like I was watching a bad um, sports movie. Yeah, sort of. White, you know, white guys in power protecting other white guys in power, I was feeling like. Yeah. Because when we get to Maddie's home, it's very, very, very nice. So I think assistant coaches at Auburn probably make a good amount of money. Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff to say about Maddie's family. We'll get there in a minute. Well, and she has those really, like, bright, white, fake teeth, too. So it's like someone had to pay for those. Since That's true. just graduated college. <laughs> so, um, Peter, so Coach Pearl t- challenges Peter to, um, to match Maddie in some basketball drills. And Maddie is a freaking superstar. She's amazing. She does mm-hmm. double draw double ball dribbles with both of her hands and then high lows and then back and forth. I don't know if that's what they're really called. (laughs) Peter's okay with the first one, but the other two, he's like all over the place. He looks like a dude. And they're doing that on purpose. Obviously Bruce, Bruce Pearl is getting a super kick out of making, you know, humiliating Peter. Mm -hmm. But it's also highlighting how freaking awesome Madison is. So I'm, I'm happy about seeing how her athleticism is amazing yeah Um, oh she's a good athlete for sure for sure yeah um but oh he he compares peter to six and seven year olds that he coaches which is kind of funny but kind of mean (laughs) um he does say he says madison is more than just you know a great basketball player she's part of the auburn family which is nice i guess then uh, the, then they, he, the coach challenges them to a one-on-one game, and Madison cleans up the court. Peter is a total loser, and on the jumbotron it says, "Madison wins! Madison wins!" Yeah, they had the, They didn't even have a Peter wins sign prepared. No, they, just, why, <laughs> and why would they? Yeah, Although he was. I believe I read that he was the um, quarterback in his high school team, so he's not different sport, mom. I know. <laughs> it's not like he's a total athletic, you know moron, whatever that is. Yeah. Whatever the right word for athletic athletic moron. Athletic. <laughs> athletic. <laughs> athletic moron is whatever that word is. He's not one of those. But mm-hmm. she's super comfortable there and um, she tells Peter that her parents will be, you know, most, con- you know, we're going to have a good night. But my parents are going to be most concerned about what's going on with the other girls. They make out on the court. Then they go to the nighttime date. Mm-hmm. The nighttime, okay, mom, so outside the house, she says, okay, every year we get at least one of these, who are, all, who are, who are you going to meet? Who are all my family? I'm going to quiz you. And, and the, I think Becca's season, it was Colton that did that, and Colton's family's freaking huge, so poor <laughs> Becca was like, oh, there's like 20 people here, how are we supposed to remember everyone? That's right, he brought like his third cousin's neighbor. Yeah, he, he brought his cousin's neighbor. He's like, I'm really close to my cousin's neighbor. <laughs> but Peter's like, okay, mom, Tanya, dad, Chad, Mallory, and Mary Michael. Like, oh, Mary Michael. Okay. Is, Mary, is Mary Michael 
one person? Yes. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, this is a religious family. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a Catholic name. I don't think they're Catholic. I think they're, because no. they wouldn't have had iced tea for dinner if they were Catholic. I think there's some evangelical type of religion, but this is going to become very significant. Yeah. And he gets the quiz right, and they go inside. It's a gorgeous house. They're very, very affluent. Mm-hmm. Dad looks like he's, how old do you think? Six years older than Maddie? He looks like he could be 12 or 40. Like, it's really <laughs> ambiguous. Isn't there a guy on The Office that kind of looks like him? Uh, what, what show am I thinking of? The nerdy guy? No, with the you're thinking of... Um, and Rick? You're thinking of 30 Rock, I think. Oh, the guy, the guy from with 30. the hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what you're thinking of. Same idea. Same show idea. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, he looks... <laughs> one of the best parts of social media this week was seeing all the people that... <laughs> They compared her dad to. I saw Elf on a Shelf. Yeah, Elf on the Shelf is the funniest one. (laughs) Like Maddie's dad's out here looking like my Elf on the Shelf. (laughs) I, I, I mean, I. The producers are showing me what they want to show me, but I gotta tell you, I do not like Maddie's dad. I don't like him either. Sorry, Maddie. I and it looks like he has provided a lovely home for his family. Yeah, I'm sure I mean he, he must, loves his family. He must have gotten Botox or something because his face is so shiny too. But you know these guys in these super like like athletic schools like where yeah, and we don't want we don't want to but they jump to we don't want to make assumptions. But at the same time, it's kind of it's hard, hard not, not to. to. But like these are the kind of schools that give their all their money to. Athletics, athletics. A, but also give like seniors in high school that have talent, they give them cars and they give them scholarships and they give them all sorts of crap that just perpetuates it's like the patriarchy. About, yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes me so mad. <laughs> and it, it's like, okay, why would you spend all that money on athletic, like sports are great. Like, sports, because sports brings in money for the college, that's yeah. why. Yeah. But why? Why is it because people come to see games mm-hmm. and that's the money that it brings mm-hmm. in? And, and okay, um, but then and put that money towards other programs and advertise. Don't funnel it back into the right. No, I'm on your side. I'm just saying, like, provide more affordable education for your students. Mm-hmm. Everyone that lives in your state is either super, super, super rich and can afford college, support, or super, super, super poor and can't. Yeah, and support the arts and the sciences too. Yeah. That's all. That's all we want. Just equal representation in all of the disciplines. Yeah, and you know he doesn't he's not down for that. Sorry, I'm making noises. Um, it's okay, anyways. But I get really angry about that as someone that has a big struggle affording to pay for school. Yeah, I understand. Um, um uh, but Oh, it's time for dinner. And what does Maddie have? She has dinner in Bachelor in World. Bas- Jack. Yeah, Jack, oh. be quiet. We're getting close though. Um she has the special plate. Special She's plate. like, oh my god, guys, do I get the special plate tonight? And they're like, yes. And Peter's like, what? <laughs> so mom explains that the special plate, they honor, I guess, every night when they sit down to dinner, they honor one person in the family. And the person who gets that special plate, everybody else at the table has to compliment that person. That's a very nice sentiment. But mm-hmm. every night? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's what they do every night. I would say maybe on the weekends, just a couple of nights a week. That would be really cool. Yeah. I think if you do it, like, a lot, that it's going to have less meaning. Yeah. Um, especially if you're not a huge family. Yeah. But it was nice. And But their compliments said, weren't that 
good. They were really general. Yeah, it vague. wasn't like, anything. It's you're like you're inspiring. related. Yeah, you're related to this girl. You could think of something more specific or something better. Yeah, they're trying to think what to say on TV too, but you know, but you're inspiring. You make everyone smile. It's like okay, I don't know what that means. But yeah, go it's mad. like okay, give examples like. Oh, you're inspiring because I look up to you because you're my big sister and you're this and this and this. Okay. And when the dad says it, I don't remember what dad's compliment was, but when the dad says his compliment, he winks at her. It is so gross. Yeah. It is so either gross or fake and gross. Yeah. One of the, I mean, you don't wink at your adult daughter at the dinner table. I don't think. I think that's yeah. gross. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I can't even tell no, you I why I think that's gross. Yeah. But it was just so, like, forced feeling and yucky. And yeah. then they're drinking. And she's, and she's, it's, she's like, it's cool to be tight with your fam. Oh, yeah. She's weirdly, she talks about how much she loves her dad. She's weirdly influenced lot. by her family. Yeah. 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 We'll get to that. So they say a prayer. And that's cool. It's a nice prayer. And then they toast. Mom gives a nice toast. Um, I don't know if I wrote it down or not. Um, they, she says something like, I see greatness in your both of your futures or something. It's nice. It's all nice. But then Dad, they're drinking sweet tea out of wine glasses. And that's fine. I have no problem with that. But the fact that Dad has to make a big announcement that they're drinking sweet tea. By the way, America, we're drinking sweet tea. Is weird. It's like, mm-hmm. are you just, are you trying to like, are you embarrassed that your daughter's on the show or are you afraid that your community is going to think less of you because your daughter's on the show yeah it was weird for sure and it's like okay that's nice yeah i i got really bad vibes from him oh gross yeah the rest of her family oh i felt like her mom was totally afraid of the dad but the siblings seem nice and of course maddie's a lovely girl but it was weird, man. It was, it was very a weird cultish. family time, man, yeah, dynamic. Very for sure. strange. And then when they sit down to talk with Peter, oh, he the dad says the dad says I've been. Oh no, does he say that to her? The pray the prayer thing. Um, I don't remember what he's saying. Let's see. The, so at some point, well, mom's looking at her notes, but I'm mm-hmm. just going to bring this up right now because it was so gross to me. Yeah, the dad says. When you were when you oh, were yeah, a baby, yeah. I, I put, it's a little late. It's a little later, but yeah, go ahead. He's like, when you were a baby, I placed my hands on your head and I prayed for you to have a amazing husband someday. I prayed like, for your husband to be a faith leader in the house. And I'm like, oh, why didn't you pray for her to have a successful career or like I don't know, maybe why some independence? Pray like, for her health and her ability to make the best decisions for her future. Yeah, why were you praying why are you for, praying for her husband? <laughs> She can make her her own also, freaking mind. Also, what if she ended up being gay? Right. She's a, she's a freaking athlete. She's this amazing woman athlete. She could just, I mean, I'm not saying all women athletes are gay, but there's plenty of them. You know, why are you, why are you forcing this gender role on her? What, yeah. What the hell is that about? Like, what, what if she doesn't want to be a wife? What if right. she thinks marriage is a social construct? Why didn't she pray for her health and success and happiness? Yeah. You know, oh, I want her to have a great husband. Well, maybe she doesn't want to have a great husband. Maybe she wants to have a great life. Or a great wife or a great career or whatever. It's just, oh, it's maddening yeah, and gross. it's so and, gross. It's, it's just nasty. Uh, and why, She's you know, nasty. Mm, you know, and I get, I think it's lovely that when you have a child, you, you pray for their future. I think that's a wonderful, I, I have no problem with that. It's just, ugh, gross. The whole thing is gross. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Anyways, let's see. I forgot where I am in my notes. Uh, Mom says, he to, when she's talking to Maddie, she says, he seems really nice and he's handsome. Two pluses, but I just don't know. And I but he's an idiot, so there's a big ginormous minus. Like... <laughs> <laughs> what Peter? Yeah, <laughs> classify him as idiot. He's he, he's wishy washy and easily manipulated. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she then she talks. I'm. I wrote in my notes. Why don't any of you speak plainly? Because here's where the problem. Yeah, is. they all speak in code. Mom says, "I want you to maintain your standards and make sure he respects that. I don't want him to do anything to you that you don't want him to do." And. Nobody is saying, gee, Maddie, do you, does he know you're a virgin? Nobody's mm. saying that. They're yeah. talking around in circles. Do you know, she has high standards. She's so pure. The dad says, Peter, she's so pure. I'm like, oh, my God, what freaking century are you living in? Mm -hmm. Because by saying your virgin daughter is pure implies that women who are 20, you know, 23, 24 years old who aren't virgins are impure. You're disgusting. Yeah, Go he's home. so gross. I hate you. He's so gross. It's just... You know, I don't like this family can, can at all. Can you imagine growing up in that kind of, oh my God, it's just so gross. I know, it's it's. And awful. I have no problem with Maddie's standards. If, yeah. If, she, if that's what she if wants. If that's a personal, but it shouldn't be inflicted by her family. It's not yeah, something it's, she shouldn't be by, yeah, She shouldn't feel afraid of doing what she wants to do with her body because of how her family will react. Yeah, if this is a personal choice for her, that's awesome. That's, no, you. Stand, no, yeah, stand no by problem you, with that. Stand by yourself and no your No problem with that. But if, if you have convictions to which you're devoted, I respect that and all the power to you. But this guy is just, he's gross. I, yeah. Ugh, yeah, gross. it's and the mom, super gross. The mom is afraid of him. The mom is just parroting the things that he wants. It's ugh. well, that mom's just guessing about that. There's, I mean, there's, there's no not way to a lot know. of evidence. There's for no that. way to know for but sure. But that's what I but buy by gut feeling. Yeah, for sure. It's just gross. She's so pure. So, Dad, when he's talking to Peter, like yeah, but they're basically saying, saying, using all the words they can to tell Peter that she's a virgin without ever without saying Without saying it. And Peter has virgin. no clue. Peter's And adult. he's like, I hear you. I think she's awesome too, dude. Yeah. Oh, I respect her. Oh, I respect her. And oh, yeah, she's, I want to do whatever. You know, he's blinded by love. He's not hearing the faith leader in the household. She said that to him. And he doesn't understand what that is. You need to really She, like, legit expects him to become a pastor. Right. She legit like, expects him to, like, get, you know, get all the kids up on Sunday morning and get them dressed and lead them in prayer every night. And P I'm sorry, dudes. Peter is not that guy. Peter's a lovely, wonderful, faithful dude. But he is not that guy. Mm -hmm. And I don't... He could be... Sure, he could become that guy, but I don't think... But he's just not understanding this show isn't her expectations. About this, and this show isn't about changing a person. Like, you're not supposed to change... Right. Either per the contestant or the lead. They're not supposed to change each other. For the other, romantic, romantic partnerships, love partnerships. There's always some things you want to change about the person, and if they're minor, like pick up your socks or, um, you know, turn off the heater or whatever. That that's okay. Yeah, we we need that's okay. You can expect that of a person, but don't expect them to change their whole view of. The entire universe. And their lifestyle. Yeah. Right, right. You know, there's there's reasonable ways to compromise, but she's asking something that he's, I don't think, able to do, and he doesn't even know she's asking him that. Yeah. It's, it's a mess. And but he's so obsessed with her. He's like, yeah. 
And I see they they obviously really like each other. Peter sits down with Dad. Um, Peter says, I'm falling in love with your daughter. Dad says, you know what? How do I know that's genuine? This is a television show. How do I know that's genuine? And Peter says, well, and then Dad says, she's so pure. Obviously, you know um, how much her faith means to her. And Peter's, he's not very articulate, but he says, you know, she, you know, he just doesn't have much to say. And Dad says, she shared her morality with you, right? Do you think you're compatible? <sighs> Gross. Anyway. Mm -hmm. And Dad says, don't break her heart. I'm asking you, do you know she's the one? And Peter says, you know, I get that, um, but I just can't answer you. And I, for that, I'm sorry. Because he can't answer. Yeah, yeah that's basically it's him being like, show. what I hear from that is, at this point, she's the one he's picking. Mm -hmm. And he says... But if, he can't say it. Yeah, he says, if this was the last week, he starts to say, Peter starts to say, if this was the last week, and the dad cuts him off and says, it's not the last week. If she's not the one, I don't want, I don't want, you know, I don't want you leading her on. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Peter says, you know, I get that, but I just can't tell. Mm -hmm. So the last scene in the family before Peter and Maddie head off is the dad talks to Maddie. And, oh, this is interesting. Peter does not, at least they don't show us this, does not ask any of the dads for their blessing for their or blessing. approval. Or the moms. Yeah. He doesn't ask any of them, which I think is refreshing and a little less archaic than usual. Yeah. And it also doesn't lead them on as much. Yeah. Um, but Maddie wants her dad's approval. So Maddie sits down with her dad and says, you know, I really want, I really like this guy. You know, I think I may love this guy. I'm, I'm you know, is, but I can't go forward unless I have your approval. And he basically says, you know what? I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying no, but I'm not, you know, I'm not closing the door. I'm leaving the door open, but I can't say. Which yes. is just like what happened with Cassie. Uh-huh. And I think that well, she's totally getting the Cassie edit. Yeah. And I think that that's. Probably going to be a similar ending that we're going to get. Too. I, I think she's going to be influenced by what her dad says. I think she's going to be influenced by the fantasy suites. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. And she's going to leave, and then I think Peter's probably going to chase after her, or maybe end up with Hannah. But I don't think Peter can jump a eight foot fence. No, he's not going to jump anything. He'll pile, he'll get in his he'll go he'll through cry and he'll go home to mom, and mom will say, "Bring her home. This is what love stories are made of," and stuff. That's what yeah. will happen to. But ironically, like I said, I think it was last week, my hot take last week was that I believe that Victoria F. has studied the past few seasons and is modeling herself on Cassie and trying to get the get Cassie edit herself. Get the Cassie edit herself and either win or more lucratively become the Bachelorette. Which, God, which that know. won't happen. No, but they're never, do I don't think, because, because of the whole racist thing and homewrecker thing they're not going to have her back on the show so, ever ugh, i hope not i hope the hell not i think she'll probably be on paradise but I, I don't think she'll be on paradise i think they're done with her now i hope so i waffle back and forth on that they knew idea. about the homewrecking stuff i think when they invited her to be on the show and they were going to make that be part of the story yeah story but they didn't know about but they the didn't know about the racist thing anyways um peter and maddie go out to do the <clears throat> obligatory porch sit porch bench sit <laughs> yeah and they cuddle and peter says he's falling head over heels in love with her and maddie says this is so freaking hard peter pay attention yeah um but 
you know, she says that she has to find out if our spirits and souls are compatible. And I wrote in my notes, I said, Maddie. Just tell him. <laughs> you need to spell it out for him. He doesn't He's understand. He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, like, it's cool if you guys want to marry this guy. But he's... he's Tell him what's happening. He's just not... He's just a little bit dumb. He and you just gotta it. spell it out for him. He like, has, he's not quite dumb in the same way. In fact, I think in a lot of ways, Colton was smarter. Yeah. I think maybe... Uh, too. Academically, Peter's probably mm-hmm. smarter so, yeah. than Colton. Yeah. But, like, just in general, I think just Colton reading, was a lot yeah. smarter. Just in reading Colton people. Was dumb, yeah. yeah. Just in reading and understanding... The way people communicate, Colton was more intuitive, for sure. Mm-hmm. And he had his vocabulary book. <laughs> he was working on himself. <laughs> Love you, Colton. Glad you and Cassie are still happy. I'm sorry. I apologize for my doubts. Um, and I think, actually, I think once Cassie was out of that situation, away from Kaylin and all that, that she was able to make up her, make her own decisions. I think yeah. in the moment she was not able to do that. Anyway, I digress. Time um, to go to Virginia Beach. Yeah. So we go to Virginia Beach and uh, Victoria jumps all over. Victoria greets Peter with her dog Buxton. Yeah. Who has not been spayed or neutered. Yeah. Because you clearly see he's, he's bouncing Victoria, around. <laughs> just do one good thing in your life and spay, neuter, slash, whatever your dog. Get him fixed. There's no reason for him to be running around with that equipment. There's plenty of dogs in rescues that need your love and help. Yeah. <laughs> PSA is over. Right. Yes, yeah, so they run and jump and hug and kiss and blah blah blah. And the dog is just running around freely while she talks to him. And yeah, she, I'm like, look at your dog. You're on a beach. I know. I thought he was. <laughs> I thought the dog was a, a little bit. I, I I love dogs, but I thought he was a little ill mannered. Of course, that's her fault. Yeah. But um, yeah. But you know, I, I'm not going to hold anything against Buxton. Yeah, and he, Peter was all excited to see the dog, and she just didn't seem as excited. And I'm like, you've been away from your dog for months, like, and you're just, now you're, like, not vibing it? Like, what? But then they go get ice cream together. And she says she wants to have a fun, easy day. And I'm like, my notes, um. Like, you're a liar. (laughs) She tells Victoria, Victoria says to Peter, I want him to see where I'm from. And I wrote, oh, he will. Yeah. (laughs) And they get ice cream together. And I saw this funny meme where it was Victoria, um, (laughs) Like licking her ice cream cone, and then the meme said, "The, the, the moment Peter decides to send Victoria <laughs> through to fantasy yeah, suite." I saw that one too, and, and she like, lets her so... dog lick from her. Yeah, ice cream oh cone yeah, too, she shares her. I adore my dogs. We just had a birthday party for J- for Jack, my son, and the dog together because we we just live for our dogs. We love our dogs. <laughs> but I still don't let our dogs lick from my ice cream. I'm sorry. I let them. Like it when I'm done with it. Thank well, you. yeah. If if you're all done, sure. Yeah. Or if you know, if there's like an apocalypse and your dog has to eat to survive, he can lick my ice cream. But in general, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Before they have ice cream, they go to an old timey photo place. And oh, yeah. Victoria dresses in like antebellum sort of slavery era clothing. Both of them do. And I'm thinking, uh, of course she would do this. <laughs> thinking, oh yeah, white lives matter movement much there. Yeah. No. <laughs> She's I the the second she got it all up in her get up I'm like this is such a Victoria thing to do mm-hmm. like this is she's so having a good gross. time she's weirdly excited about this she's la- she thinks this is the cool- funniest thing in the world I'm like 
okay, well, we did this once as a family. We had a good time, but we weren't, like, falling over ourselves, you know, like, belly laughing. Yeah. It was weird. Anyway. Yeah, and it was, like, I think, I don't know, I think that that's really how she sees her family, like, future family look. I think she sees it as, a like, this traditional, I guess, if you will. Antebellum... You know. Like, man in charge, wife just hanging out at the I house. I don't know. I think, well, yeah, probably she just wants to hang out at the house because she doesn't want to work. But she, I don't know what to think of her. She's so stinking manipulative. Mm-hmm. And just, she's she's a, she's a, ba- I mean. Well, here's the thing. Some There are lots of Bachelor villains that aren't bad people. Right, right. They're just painted that way for our enjoyment. Yeah, they're uh, aggressive. They're, but, Jordan uh, Kimball was Yeah, they're aggressive. They're loud personalities, but they're not Corinne bad was. people. Yeah, I think Corinne, I don't think Corinne was a bad person. I think she just knew what she wanted out of this and then got it. Demi, I don't think what I, I don't know. She's not. A, I don't think she's a bad person. Though. Yeah, I don't think she's a bad person. Emily I don't Painter think. Is a villain. I don't think Nick's a bad person, no. and he's been villain like three times. Yeah, no, I think Nick's awesome. Um, in his way, um, I think Victoria, he can be a little bit of a dick, but he's not a bad I mean, person. Vic, okay, let's just say for sake of argument that Victoria really wants to marry Peter, which she doesn't. But anyway, she, Peter's a pilot. He's gone a lot. She, that's her ideal situation. That's her ideal situation. She's going to be at the bar every night that Peter's not there because that's how she gets her thrill in life is to lure men into her web, right? That's that's how she gets off. She's like, oh, I can get that guy and get that guy. And that's what multiple of her, quote, friends have said. It's just, yeah. Which, I mean, it's all allegedly, but all the evidence points to she's all about yeah, controlling people that, that's and that's an awful people. lot of people to accuse someone of, of that something kind of behavior. Yeah. if it, especially if it's just a reality tv show mm-hmm. like she's not running for gonna, office or anything yeah you know? like what's going to ha- like you'd only tell reality steve these things if right. they were true <laughs> you know so in the way unlikely event that they end up married I would not trust her as far as I can throw her. And she's pretty tiny, but I don't think I can throw her more than about two feet. <laughs> um, but so they, after their ice cream and old-timey photos, they go to a concert. She has a She's like, I have a surprise, surprise for you. <laughs> and she's like, it's, oh. it's a concert with a guy that I haven't dated. <laughs> yeah. I ha- well, was, well, and it was Hunter Hayes. Yeah, it was Hunter Hayes. I guess I don't yeah, know who he is, but I understand. I don't listen to a lot deal. of country music, but he, I am familiar with Hunter Hayes and that particular song. I have a surprise for you. <laughs> and yeah, the song was, I don't want... I, I don't want easy. I, I want, want crazy. crazy. Which yeah. is fitting. Yeah. <laughs> and they get on a little platform and they dance in front of a bunch of people with iPhones. Yeah. And what? they're dancing. Once the concert's over, they're like dancing together and they're still singing the Off song. The side, yeah. And yeah. he's like, he's singing the song. I he's don't. like, I don't want easy. I want crazy. And, and she's like, like, are you sure? Are you sure? She's like, are you sure? Are you positive? Are you sure? And he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like drooling. And but, I'm like. I have to say, during this part, I wrote this in my notes, you know, this is the only time this whole season that I can see why she's alluring and appealing to Peter, because when they're dancing, she's kind of doing the come hither kind of thing, and she knows all the words, and she's, you know, being sexy. It's like, that was the only time this whole season where I said, oh, I can see why Peter would be attracted to when she said, when she said the, are you sure, are you sure, they, that, that moment, they did seem 
like there was a little bit of chemistry there mm-hmm, and yeah. I felt like maybe she, like I thought she was having fun with him maybe a little but it was it, the fun comes from manipulation I think not um, from actual for sure. feelings but I could see um, how he could find her attractive I guess, yeah and if she see if he thinks she's being open about her crazy which she's not being fully no. open to the full extent of her crazy no I could see how he'd be like okay she's Hannah was open about her crazy mm, yeah I see that That's um, a good point. and I I love Tana so mm-hmm. this is kind of a, maybe a little bit similar even mm-hmm. though they're not the same person no, at all not even remotely Hannah's got a really gold heart of gold and this woman but has I could see no how... heart at all <laughs> um but yeah so they he's like I'll see you tonight this yeah, is fun goodbye. she's like bye bye can't wait to meet my family I can't wait for you to meet my family <laughs> she leaves baker, baker, baker. And then uh, this girl As, comes out and yeah. she's Peter, like, hey, Peter, Peter. Peter's headed to the uh, black SUV with the producers and then this blurred out lady comes out. Yeah, she comes out. Her voice is so monotone. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, hey, Peter. And he turns out, hey, and he he's recognizes like, her. Hey, and hey. you can tell him, you can see him thinking for a second what her name is. And he's yeah. like, Marissa. <laughs> Marissa, great to see you. How like, are you? It's like, you, you're from Virginia. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, do you live here? And he's like, she's like, yeah, I moved I back moved here back from LA. years ago. And she says, hey, is that the same guest jacket that you bought when you and your mom came into the shop on Rodeo Drive? And he's like, no, no. But you remember. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I know what a great guy you are. You're just the best guy. But I, and so that's why I'm here. I wanted to warn you. Yeah. And he's like, what? What's up? What's up? She's and like, you, she's, you are better than what you're on a date with. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't characterize her as a human than what you're on a date with, like yeah. some sort of monster or something. He's and like, wait, what? And she says the person. She's like, I don't want to say too much, but I'm like, why? This is the whole reason we're watching is so we can get the details. Yeah, <laughs> but I she's like, say too much. She's like, I don't want to say too much, and I don't want to like talk, but, like say anything bad. Well, but probably the Bachelor producers told her to be careful because they haven't fully vetted the thing and they don't want to get sued. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, but this woman has broken up a lot of relationships. Multiple relationships. Multiple relationships. Um, and she's been, oh, she didn't say broken up. She said she's the reason that a lot of, or that, that multiple relationships here have ended. And he's like, she's real, the wheels are turning. And I don't, because of the way she worded it, I don't know if he Really got it. Gets it. Really full. And I know that... She was too careful. Yeah, she was too careful. And I know that... this woman's bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that um, Mrs. Bushnell also, I think we mentioned this earlier, also spoke to Peter that day about Victoria as well. Burnham. Burnham. Oh, I said Bushnell. Bushnell All Laurel, all Lauren B's are the same. (laughs) Mrs. Burnham. Uh, Mrs. Burnham. Um, But... They, she spoke to him about her as well, but we didn't see what she said, so we don't know if she was more explicit about it. Right, right. And maybe that's why they didn't show it. I don't know 100% it. that even happened, but we did hear that that happened. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's like, wait, what? He's so like, it might be that he might not even be putting, like, connecting the dots. Right. And it's clear the two of them, haven't seen each other in a while, but it's clear the two of them have a respectful relationship. relationship. Yeah, like they used to date, but they... Went their separate ways. On good terms. Mutually. Right. Right. And she knew his family and all that. Yeah. So, Um, you know, and he's like, he says, wait. He's like, you know know how serious this is? This is a serious thing. You know how serious this is? And she's like, yeah, I do. That's why I'm doing this. Yeah. You know? And he's like, okay. 
and they go their separate ways. And he gets yeah. in the car, and he's and he keeps saying like she just dropped a bomb. He says like three or four times. Yeah, and he then later speaks to um, her before they're about to meet the family. Right. And she's, so nighttime. Comes. She's super. She's like, I'm so excited for you to meet my family. Yeah. She and she does seem like she had a good day. She definitely feels less anxious than. She and ever I think. Has well, I think since they're at the nighttime part of the date where they're going to meet her family, I think she's like, this is all behind us. Right. Right. She's like, I think she leading up to that point, she was like my affairs are going to come out. Like, this is going to come out on the right. show. This is going to harm me on the show. Um, she figures she's gotten past But that. since like, she's oh, like, sure. since, since nothing happened, since they parted ways in town after the concert. On a, on a really good note. On a really yeah. good vibe, yeah. Yeah, and she goes to, like, her family's not going to bring it up. Right. She figures she's in the clear. She's not expecting it yet, yeah. at all. Yeah, and... Um, Peter, with his... He's got flowers, and he shows up, he's like, a, and she's like, she immediately says, oh, what's wrong? Something's wrong. Yeah. He's like, can we talk? So they sit on the stoop. There's no bench at her house. Do you write, have you written down the actual words that she says during this whole exchange? Because I, I think the, everything she, word for word that she says is ridiculous. Let me see here. Um, maybe pause it for a second. So before they actually start their conversation on the stoop, the camera cuts into the family inside for a minute, and they're pretty hilarious. The dad's like, why do I have to call him Pilot Pete? I don't have to call him Pilot Pete, right? I can just call him Peter Weber. And the family's like, no, it's Pilot Pete. That's what he goes by. Peter Weber sounds so formal. And they're like... Is that... Did they show that this part? I thought that was the after credit scene. No, I think the after credit scene's where they talk about Granny. They're really mean to Granny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they're pretty hilarious. I would actually watch a show about these people. Pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, come back to the porch. And um, Peter says, like, remember how you had an ex at our first date? At that concert we went to, well, at this concert, one of my exes was there. And she's like, uh, okay. And he's like, um, her name's Marissa. And then you can see her just, her face like, oh, crap. She's like, oh, you can see her pl- already less, start plotting how she's going to take right. down Marissa. It's, 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 it's less, oh, crap, and I want to kill her. Yeah. Right. And she, she's like, what? He says, well, you know, she told me that you had been responsible for wrecking some relationships and her response is really strange she says that's very disappointing pause i didn't that's very disappointing i didn't break up any relationships did she say who <laughs> <laughs> so she's deflecting so she, totally yeah and it's like she's like Trying to figure out how much Peter knows, right, right. too. Like, he's trying to see if Peter has met these people that right. she's had affairs with and stuff. And Peter says, no, no, she didn't give me any, ex- ex- you know, ex- specifics about this, you know, but I just, I just can't meet your family because this is on my mind. Um, and basically she says, he, she says, he says, I just want to know the truth. Yeah. I just want to know the truth. And she's like, well, that doesn't matter anymore. He's like, excuse me? She's she like, says, excuse me what? <laughs> Let's do it again. Excuse me what? <laughs> oh, my God. She's want, being so rude. I just want to club her over the head, but, of course, I don't really want to do that. But I just want to scream at my TV. And she's, 
she's deflecting. She's turn. It's masterful. Yeah, she's this freaking this is... master at gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Right? She totally turns. She's starting to totally turn it on him and make him the villain. Excuse you, what? His face is like. What? What's happening? Yeah, he's like, I don't know what I did. <laughs> he's like, I'm just trying to figure out what happened. And she says, he, Peter says, you know what? I don't think you're fighting for this as much as I am. I don't feel like you're fighting for this. And she's like, really? That's funny. Yeah, and he's like, well, like, oh my gosh. He's like, well, do you think you are? And she's like, of course I do. And he's like, then how come every time we have an argument, you just walk away? Like, you don't try and, to work it out, right. which is valid. That's yeah, a valid concern. Of course. Of course. And I mean, at least he's bringing it up, because before right. he's just been dealing with it. <laughs> he's, he's actually really trying to communicate with her, and she, being the diva she is, looks at the camera, diva-like, and gives the cut sign, and starts to walk away. He's like, see what I mean? Big surprise! <laughs> yeah. Victoria walks away! <laughs> she went to the Victoria School of Communication, the same one Victoria P. went to. Yeah, <laughs> walking away to avoid dealing with your problems. <laughs> and she's like, got her hand up to the camera. She's I'm like, effing done. I'm done. Yeah, and it's like, you signed up for this. You, This isn't your show. Peter can get away. Like, Colton could have got... Colton got away with doing that because it was his show. Right, right. She can't... No, she's not in charge. You're not in charge here. And she thinks she is. She's trying to be in charge. She's trying to manipulate. She's just a dick to Peter. mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm so effing done. And then he chases her down the street. Eventually, they come back together. And he apologizes. And it's like, come on, Peter. Are you kidding me? Come on. Peter... He's like, I'm sorry if I made you feel like I was attacking you. That wasn't my intention. I was just trying to know the truth. And she's like, you were attacking me. He says, I, you know, I was, I I don't want you to think I was taking Marissa's side. And then, like, 15 seconds later, she says, you were taking her side. Like, she didn't even think of that until he mentioned it. And then she grabbed onto that. And that Mm -hmm. became her focus of attack. You were, why do you believe her instead of me? You know, and he's like, oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it's it's so pathetic and sad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hope that editing, I hope he's not really that sort of pathetic Naive. and sad in real life. And yeah. It was editing. But anyway, so she basically says, so why are you even willing to stay? You know, what, why do, what, you're supposed to be my family. I can't even believe, why are you even willing to stay? He shakes his head. And he's uh, like, don't know, fam. <laughs> and he says, but, you know, you always walk away. And she's like, you know, I t- basically, he says she walks away. She says she doesn't. And he says, well, you kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's so disappointed. And I believe her at that point because she's embarrassed, right? Because her yeah. family was supposed to meet him. Um, she's thinking she's got this thing in the bag. You know, at this point, she really thinks she's either going to, quote, win or be bachelorette mm-hmm. or be the queen of, or be Demi, you know, the queen yeah. of bachelor nation. That's, she's assuming one of those things is going to be hers. Yeah. And anyway, um, she, oh, he, oh, oh God. In the middle of their fight, she says, I was going to tell you I'm in love with you tonight, but you ruined it. Well, she doesn't say you ruined it, but that was her implication. Yeah. You know, it's your fault. I can't love you. God, she's so incredibly manipulative. It's, mm-hmm. ugh, it's so and for sh- And she's, she's a narcissist for sure. Like, Oh, 100%. I said, wow, what a master class in deflection and manipulation and gaslighting. Mm-hmm. 
So Peter leaves. Mom comes out and gives her a hug. The rest of the family comes out. They say, we love you, Tori. You'll always have us. Mm -hmm. Which implies to me that this isn't the first time they've had to console Tori because of her Mm -hmm. relationship problems. Yeah. I just really felt like this was part of their routine. Yeah. We love you, Tori. You'll always have us. And it was weird. It's weird that her family calls her Tori. Yeah. Even though in the show, maybe, like, it's, like, almost like Victoria was a name she, like, obviously, right. Tori's a short name for Victoria. Right. But it's, like, she went back to Victoria for television. To because elevate it's a, her, yeah. It's, a, like, a kind of a va-va-voom name. Right, you right. Know? It's a, a, um, yeah, like a sophisticated sounding name. Yeah. I remember how pissed she was that there was another Victoria. I don't want to be Victoria F. Yeah. I <laughs> to be Victoria F. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. And so I, that was interesting, too, because I do I would, think that maybe that was a little bit, like, she was really trying to elevate herself right. a little bit. Of course. She's really concerned about her image. Um, Which uh, is a little ironic. <laughs> I did write down, so given this is the Mother Daughter podcast, I did write down, even people like Victoria F. have moms who love them. <laughs> and thank goodness for that. Everybody <laughs> should have someone who loves them unconditionally. Yeah. Next morning, we're still in Virginia Beach. Peter is in his ugly, tacky hotel room. Why did they give him an ugly, tacky hotel room? Is Virginia Beach not a... I mean, it's a vacation destination, right? It did is you a notice vacation how tacky? It was like a... I mean, yeah, it was like really small. Yeah, it was just very plain. It was just very different than what they yeah. normally stay in. I mean, it was... It's maybe like they, a, well, maybe it's only nice when they know they're going to film in it. Yeah, maybe. It maybe. was very... I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with Best Westerns or you know, Hampton Inns or whatever, they're all comfortable. Ariel and I stayed in a really nice one when we went to go see the live on stage, Bachelor live on stage thing. But it just was really different than what we normally see. The, in the show. luxurious accommodations that the yeah. has. But anyway, she knocks on, Victoria comes and knocks on Peter's door. Prior to that in his ITM, he doesn't know what to think. He's confused, blah, blah, blah. So, um, let's see. Victoria says, I'm not Okay. Um, I'm falling in love with you. She never looks at him the whole time. Yeah, she never, ever, ever, ever. looks at him. Uh, no eye contact ever, which mm-hmm. is, of course... Is... Well, it's not even that she's avoiding eye contact. She doesn't look his direction at all. She looks yeah. down at her lap the whole time. And, well, and she plays with her hair the whole time. Well, almost mm-hmm. most of the time. At least half the time. She's touching her hair and playing with her hair and looking at her nails. And, oh, my God. She's just, it's just like Narcissist 101. It's gross. Mm-hmm. anyways she's you know saying i was gonna you know i'm in love with you and um he says a very kind of sad thing he says i don't think you even want me to love you the way i want to love you mm-hmm. he says their relationship is 99 percent wonderful but that one percent that's not terrifies him I'm like wait a minute i'm like i'm not sure you're very good at math peter <laughs> Did you take math, Peter? <laughs> I hope you did, because you fly a plane for a living. Pretty sure that one percent is good and ninety-nine percent is yeah. really bad, or at least seventy thirty, because we don't see everything. We don't. That's true. But we don't see it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and Peter says, "Look, we have terrible communication skills, and every time we try to talk about anything serious, you, you implode. walk away. Yeah. yeah, you implode." And she goes back to her tired and true and tired. I'm trying so hard. Peter, I'm trying so hard. Newsflash, 
you know, love shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to try so hard, guys. Mm -hmm. If you like each other, you like each other. If you don't, move on. Yeah. Anyways. I just can't walk away from you. Oh, this is what he says it. She mm -hmm. says, I just can't kind of wait. I can't, I can't walk away from you. And he says, well, you kind of do. <laughs> that was really funny. I forgot that happened. It's like, way to go, Peter. Yeah, like, finally. Peter's grown a backbone. Come on, babe. And I think in that moment, he's like, I'll take Victoria to the fantasy suites, but I'm done with this. I hope so. God can only, yeah. Fingers crossed. She tells him the ball's in his court now. She wants to be with him, but he has to decide. And, you know, he doesn't want to make the decision who to send home. Um, she apologizes before she leaves. She gives him a copy of their old tiny picture. There's something written on the back that I can't read. And then she gives him a coy smile and walks out the door. She's a mess. Mm -hmm. leaves him with this picture and he's like looks at it longingly and then in the hallway she's like I don't know what to do I'm trying so hard mm -hmm. I don't want to lose him meaning I don't want to lose this competition yeah she's just she's just a very bad person yep. and this isn't even produced her manipulation she just really is a bad person she just, yeah, she really she's is. bad she in a lot of the same ways that Luke yeah. P was. But people are starting to compare Maddie to Luke P. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. But that's, she's doing it for her. She's not trying to control Peter, I don't right, think. Right, But we haven't really seen too much of that yet, so we'll wait and see. Yeah, there are. But there are I think that Victoria P and Luke are much, or Victoria F, sorry, and Luke P, so many letters. Are closer, yeah. Are closer to the same then. Very manipulative, willing to they do whatever want. it takes to get what they want. Yeah. Um, yeah, I understand some of the comparisons between Maddie and Luke P, but no. He was a dick the whole season. Yeah. And Maddie is not a dick. Maddie's just trying to navigate this this confusing world she's grown up in. Yeah. And now she's in this whole new world, and she's she doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. You know, we know, and Maddie's always been this way. We know that Luke was a huge player in college mm -hmm. and has just recently decided this is his ammo. So mm -hmm. they're totally different. Anyway, yeah. time for the rose ceremony. Time for the rose ceremony. It's in a hanger. Um, it kind of looks like the same hanger that he and, that Colton and, and Hannah. Hannah had their last date in. Yeah, but I've thought of that about other hangers that they've yeah, gone to. Yeah, you never to, know. But it's reminiscent, at least. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I guess hangers kind of look similar since they all have the plane. Right, but the lighting's really pretty. It really looks pretty. And there's three roses yeah, yeah. to give away and there's four gals. And, oh, I hate uh, the word gal, sorry. Four women. <laughs> and, they, and they're all coming out. They and all look stunning. Every one of them, especially Madison, I think looks gorgeous. Is she wearing the jumpsuit? Yeah, she's wearing the pink sparkly. slash purple sparkly jumpsuit. Yeah. Um, Hannah Ann is wearing a too tight little black dress, but she still looks pretty. Um, Kelsey is the third one out, and she's wearing... Kelsey a, looks stunning. Yeah, Kelsey was stunning. A, a short um, velvet green dress with long mm -hmm. sleeves. Really Victor, I really liked Victoria's dress, I did. Too. I liked Victoria's dress, too. Did, she looked really, really pretty. And, yeah. you know, that was... I, I imagine she was saving that dress for when she really needed it, because she looked stunning. It was longer, though, than, like, um, the other two girls that were wearing dresses. Mm -hmm. It was down to her knees, which is it was almost sort of... Except for the plunging neckline, it was almost sort of conservative. It was kind of a mixed message dress. Yeah. Just which like she is. Yeah, you know? which I think she, she's... She's crafty. She's, yeah, she thinks things through for sure. Yeah. She's 
She's uh, a crafty one. It was, I mean, yeah. Come to think of it, I hadn't thought that before, but that dress was a perfect embodiment of her whole shtick, right? Yeah. She's alluring, but she holds back, right? Yeah. So, um, I hate her. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But so when, when, Victoria, when Victoria comes out, um, Chris Harrison talks to her. He's like, how are you feeling? She's like, I'm not confident at all. Like, he, we, my hometown date was so bad. <laughs> he didn't even meet my family. I just feel so behind. Right. And remember, none of the other girls know that she didn't yeah. meet his family. Imagine how, well, Victoria, or sorry, um, Kelsey's got to be pissed. Once she finds out. Once know. she finds out that all that happened and he still chose her over. Over her, over Kelsey, yeah. Over Kelsey, That's like. I was thinking too. Well, we're, we're getting ahead of our story, yeah. but yeah. Um, um, and yeah, bottom line is, well, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. He, uh, he chooses Hannah Ann first, Madison second. And then, you know, dun, 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 this is the final rose. Yeah. And if you don't, if you didn't watch any of the trailers, you'd be like, oh, he for sure has got to pick Kelsey, because Victoria's hometown date was a train wreck. Yeah. And she's, they don't, he knows they can't communicate. Yeah. But of course he does So many red flags, but he's like, lol, I'm going to give this rose to Victoria. Victoria. She gives him a big hug and stuff. And of course, Kelsey's heartbroken. Kelsey's the only one standing up there that really actually loves Peter. him. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, "Oh, she's sad." And they talk a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. He takes her aside. You know, it's like when Hannah B sent him home. It's the same, pretty much the same situation. Mm-hmm. And you know, he says, "You know, I appreciate your honesty. I really felt what you were saying. I believe everything you said about loving me, but I'm just not there. I just can't say the same thing back." Mm-hmm. And she was, of course, disappointed. Yeah. But her limo bachelor edit wasn't as good as her, just her hometown. No, yeah. It was It wasn't, bad. it was pretty. It's pretty meh. So yeah. I'm not sure she's she was, a bachelor or She not. was mostly like, I'm disappointed. She That's did. basically all. Yeah. Kelsey in the car wrote, she didn't expect to fall so hard and he didn't return it and that hurts really bad. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. So next week. They have the obligatory champ- champagne toast. Sorry, Kelsey, no more champagne for you. <laughs> Peter tells them they're all. He says that was really hard, but we're. But now we're going to be happy because we're, we're going to fantasy suite. Yeah, we're going to the cold Gold Coast of Australia, which I don't know much about Australia, but it sounds awesome. I believe it's the first time in Bachelor history they've been to Australia. Ah, so they, um, but they. Maddie starts to get anxious, you can mm-hmm. see. and She has an ITM where she says, you know, I'm, I'm not willing to compromise myself. Yeah, and, and, she, you know, and she says... Peter doesn't know how much I'm struggling. Yeah, and of she course, also says... Of haven't told him! She also said, I, at this point, she say, I have, I still haven't told Peter that I'm saving myself. Mm-hmm. Is that what she says? Yes. At this point? Yes, right? exactly. And so then it shows her, that while they're all cheersing and stuff... Right after the rose ceremony. They start to kind of go their separate They're, ways. He's getting ready to leave, and uh-huh. she goes, Peter, can I talk to you? And then the episode's over. It's ending. <laughs> and then it's time for the previews, which look exciting. And, you know, so um, somebody says, I think it's Hannah Ann says, Madison is unwinding. Victoria says, she gave him an ultimatum, and that's disgusting. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> She's so annoying. God, I hate her. But it looks, this is, as far as I know, the first time in Bachelor history that during Fantasy Weeks, Fantasy Suite Week, the producers are making the three girls all stay in the same suite of rooms. Yeah, they usually get to have their own. Mm-hmm. They're, they're usually, at this usually point, they're at, usually separated and until, don't see each other till the next rose ceremony. 
No, they. I don't think they have a rose ceremony. I think he. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they do. do. They do. Yeah. I I forgot that they do the rose ceremony because I in my mind I forget about the top That's three where rose Peter ceremony went last time. And yeah, barged in. Yeah, I forget. I forget about the rose ceremony at that point. But basically, after home, once you get to hometowns, they barely see each right. other. They see each other at the after hometown rose ceremony, and then they don't see each other again like ever. Yeah, I don't think. all the three until the rose ceremony. Yeah, yeah. Until the three rose ceremony. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, I remember last year when it was just down to Garrett and Blake. I think it was just the two of them. And that was a couple like, years ago. Oh yeah, 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 two years ago. And Blake was like, "I got to use the bathroom." <laughs> remember in the outtakes? Yeah, you know, they seem like they actually sort of liked each other. I don't think. And in the previews, it looks like Hannah Ann and Madison are happy to see each other in the fantasy suites. They give each other a big hug. Yeah. But then uh, Victoria comes in and she's like, this is so awkward. Yeah. And she's got attack mode on Madison. You know, and you know Victoria is going to tell Madison the oh, second she gets that's back. That's why from the producers hometown. put them yeah. together. It's insidious. It's awful. Yeah. And I don't think Hannah Ann would would have told her, but I think it'll probably, I think Maddie will it'll ask. Come, yeah. And then she's not going to lie about right, it. Right, right. It's going to be uncomfortable that she's not going to lie. Right? Yeah. Because they're friends. They like each other. Yeah. They've managed to stay out of the drama, the two of them, almost the entire season. So, yeah. you know, Hannah, Hannah had a rocky start, but um, she's been she's been great. Yeah. And, of course, so has Maddie. It's Victoria. that want to go home. Go yeah. home, Victoria. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. In the credit scene, we go back and see Victoria F.'s family. They were mean to their Nana. <laughs> did you see it? Did you watch it? Yeah, that? I did. So, Nana's like, I'm going to give Nana kisses when we meet them. And they're like, oh, gross, they're Nana. Like, no gross. one likes your kisses, no Nana. <laughs> and her own daughter, I assume it's her daughter and not her daughter-in-law, whatever, um, says, people, you're, nobody wants your nana kisses. People are just, they feel awkward. And as soon as you, and they do it anyway, but as soon as they turn their head, they wipe your nana kisses away. <laughs> <laughs> and the daughter says, why do you kiss, why do you give nana kisses in our ear? And the nana says, because I want you to hear the love. It's <laughs> so funny. I totally want to see these family on like a, on another show. They are pretty funny, but yeah, so that's, that's the, the show. episode. Yeah. yeah. How long do we? This is a long episode. Huh? Yeah, this is a long episode. I I'm probably just gonna edit it right o- or not. I don't know. Just post I, it right away. Post it right away, but it's a little bit long, so I'll try to maybe brief it up a little bit. I don't know. It's it's too Thanks long of an episode. So thank you for listening to this whole thing if you did, because it's. We acknowledge that it's longer but than we the had actual fun. We episode. Hope you did too. Um, but we had lots of opinions, and yeah. So if you like us, you can rate us and review us on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we, uh, you should also subscribe so you can always get new content from us. And uh, follow us on our Instagram at Rosette's Podcast. And if you want, we want to make content that you enjoy. So you should totally reach out to us on our email, rosettespodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, you should share this podcast with other people in your life, your moms, your daughters, and your your friends. friends. Happy birthday, Jack. Thank you. Me too. But thank you. And... Froilish, froilish, froilish!